You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. We know nothing. 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 So give us a call. We'll give it our all. Because if there's one thing we know, it's how to pick up the phone. We know nothing, but we'll try. Welcome to the fourth episode of We Know Nothing. That is now the title of the podcast. Phil, you're good with that. Yeah, no, I feel it feels right. I got a text from you that was like, congratulations. I have thought <laughs> it over long and hard. Yeah, because, yeah. And I, I like that name. It, it, I, I liked it immediately, but then it grew on me more and more. Yeah, I was worried that you weren't going to like it. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, maybe it isn't good because we know something, but we kind of, I think I think it's better to be like, I know nothing. Yeah, because I don't know, does anyone know? Because you have to be, I think, because you have to be in the situation to give advice. Like, people give advice from not really. Yes. Yeah. I think it's almost like our show is like when you're f- you can't talk to your friends about an issue anymore, like your dumb friends who really don't know what they're talking yeah. about. So we're just more of those dumb friends. Yeah. To bring it to when they're too sick of hearing about it. Yeah. Another perspective from us. And um, how are you today, Phil? Uh, <laughs> happy St. Patrick's Day. Oh, uh, happy St. Patrick's Day to you. Yeah. I- I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you came in um, with your bag of Trader Joe's, yeah. and I was like, how you doing? And you were like, I don't know, man. And I like knew what was wrong with you. Really? I could tell, because first of all, you said when we decided we'd tape our podcast at the same time every, every week, and when we decided to do this time, you were like, I, have, I can't ever do, I'm always not available till this time on Monday. And I yeah. was like, oh, he's got a regular gig on in the afternoons on Monday. Mm-hmm. That boy is going to therapy. <laughs> and I like just knew it. And yeah. so then when we met today, this is going to be interesting for you that you always go to therapy right before yeah. taping the podcast. I was in therapy for years in my adolescence and like my, my t- early 20s. And then I was like, I'm good. I got it under whatever that was going on. I'm under yeah. control. Or yeah. I just like moved and didn't do it again. Yeah. And then um, stuff started coming up again. And I started going. And I've been going now for almost two years. And it is, uh, it's great. And I will say that about two months in is when like the first thing happens where you're like, I don't like this. I'm paying for this. This yeah. hurts. Yeah. And this doesn't feel good. And. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm rattled right now. Yeah, because, I mean, obviously I'm not going to ask specifics, but the first thing that kind of started rattling me was just stuff that I guess I just been, because it, it brings up stuff that you're in denial of, and it, was that it for you? Because uh, I, I was like, I'd rather just n- be in, more in denial of this. Like, that was easier for me. To me, it's like, it feels like... Uh, you know, you're like, you're like exercising and you're like, well, oh, I'm, I'm actually getting in pretty good shape. Yeah. And then you see like a personal trainer and he's like, try it this way. And he just tweaks your arm slightly. And you're like, I can't even lift that way. Like, oh my God, th- that's, that's a great analogy. Like it's, it's like, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm, you know, and then you just point something out and then it just, you're just like, oh my God, I was completely approaching that completely. I can't imagine not going to therapy. I can't, especially as a comedian, because we're constantly, it just, you're you're evaluating the way you look at things and your life and all these things constantly. I, I just I can't. Ima- I can't imagine anyone not going. I, I, I can't. And, and that's the way I wanted to talk to you about it because you were like, I don't know that I'm. You were kind of hesitant to want oh, yeah, to talk yeah, about cause it. Yeah, because I don't even. I don't. Um, 
Yeah, because like I said in another, uh, like maybe the last episode, yeah, it to me it feels like super personal, and it's not something like I don't bring it up. I when I tell someone I have therapy, mm-hmm. that I'm going to therapy, yeah, b- before this conversation yeah. ever, anytime I would it would come up to someone, I'd be like, yeah, don't tell anyone. I don't yeah. know why, but but in because it has a uh, there's a connotation to it that yeah. you are fucked up. Mm. Yeah, but who isn't fucked up? And also, everyone is. Even if you're not, go. Even if you don't have like these very apparent issues that we all clearly have because we're comedians. Yeah, but I can't think of any. I can't think of anyone in my life who I who wouldn't bet. Who I I can't think of anyone who I wouldn't recommend go to the therapy. Uh, Agreed. I not a single person. Best thing I second to quitting drinking. It's the best thing I've ever done for myself. It's just like it. It's the it's one of the hardest things because you really do have to like look at the truth. Like you just have to like pull the curtain back, and you're like, you don't like what you see. You learned some hard things about your childhood or whatever that you kind of were blind to, or you put certain people on pedestals, and suddenly they're taken off, and you're yeah. you feel very alone, and you feel like uh, you feel like you were screwed over in some way in your childhood, and and now you you're like I don't know what to because th- that's the thing like your session's only forty five minutes or whatever uh-huh. so you like realize what is wrong and there's not enough time to be like well what do I do now yeah it's always I always feel my therapist is, a, is very like tough love and she's uh, it's a lot of like you're not special you're ordinary and that's enough and that's really hard for me to grasp oh, okay because I want to be the best yeah. And she's like, even if you were the best, you're no better than the homeless guy on the street. You're literally the same as him. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And she's like, you, I mean, I know I am innately as like a human. I'm the same, but putting yourself above people. And I'm like, Beyonce is better than all of us. And she's like, who's that? Cause she's 70. She just like, doesn't know. Um, but that was a really hard thing for me to do is to be like, you're ordinary. You're not good at a lot of things and you're kind of good at some and that's enough. And I'm like, I don't, want to be ordinary yeah is that something that resonates That's, with you no, to that, hear that would that hurt you uh yeah that you're ordinary um no i think i'd be cool that's never uh, that i've never had that particular conversation but mm-hmm. uh i certainly put people on uh pedestals and i always thought that was something great like i thought well, no that's great but and then because you get to see at their skirt <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> exactly but no I, I yeah i don't yeah so today was just like and i've never had that before i've never because sometimes you go to a therapist and they just make you feel they're just total yeah make you feel great yeah and do you solve nothing or whatever and i've met people who are really fucked up and are like well i've been to therapy for 15 years and i'm like yeah, you really have picked the wrong yeah, person. Yeah, they're going to, you know, jazzercise Ex- instead of a real trainer. Exactly, yeah. They're like Zumba. They're just like having yeah. fun while they're doing yeah. it. Yeah. It's like, no, you can't have results and have fun. Exactly. You got to sweat. You have to work hard. There's it, It's interval training. Yeah. Some days are really hard. Some days are a breeze. You got to take, like, it, but it is not easy. No. And you should at some point want to run from it. Uh, yeah, if you're doing it right. Yeah, and so today I went, and then I have like half an hour. I went to Trader Joe's, as you yeah. see, and then and I kept thinking like, oh, by the time I get to stand up, I'll feel fine. Yeah, and then it, I didn't feel fine. I didn't feel fine, and I still feel a little. Oh, I'm funky. sure, it rattles me for days. Sometimes. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really interested to know the details of this, and I think someday I'll get it out of you. But um, cause uh, yeah, I'll share you with you the stuff that rattled me too. But it's just. There, I, but I, 
it's something that I want. Um, it's important to me that I think if I'm in a relationship that the other person is in therapy. Like it used to be for me when I quit drinking, I was like, it's important that the other person doesn't drink. And now for me, I'm thinking the drinking I can think I can handle because uh -huh. if they have a whole, I, I think someone can actually control their drinking and not be abusive of it. Whereas yeah. I used to think like, if you drink, you drink and that's, an, that's not good for me. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that, um, therapy is like a must at some point. My boyfriend is not in it now, but he will be if we continue to be together. Uh, yeah. I think it's, I think it's key because it's just a different way. Yeah, you just come to the. Someone has to understand that sometimes you have these realizations. Yeah. Uh, and if you haven't ever gone to therapy, then I don't think you have a grasp of because you don't have these huge realizations. You how you can't come to those conclusions by yourself. No, you can't. Uh, and they're really for me today. The why just the reason that I, I was like rattled or whatever it was because. He kept asking me questions about myself where I couldn't come up with the answer. And I was just like racking my brain. Like, why do I think like that? Or whatever. And it's just so, um, it's just weird. Like you do, you feel like you're coming up against a brick but wall. But shouldn't he help? Should he, I feel that when my therapist asked me a question like, well, who does that remind you of? She knows who it reminds yeah. me of. And she wants to, so did he tell you? Because mine eventually tells me if I'm like, I don't know. Uh, no, what he eventually said is why do you, he's like, he eventually, he's like, I can tell this is like giving you anxiety trying to answer these questions. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm sweating. This is the worst. And he's like, well, it, sh it shouldn't. He goes, what? He goes, you're here for these answers. You shouldn't put this pressure on yourself. So maybe I was just like, yeah. which is a cl classic thing where you don't, I'm like, oh, really? And then I felt better after that. But it was at like 40 minutes of me like racking my brain trying to like come yeah. up with the, I don't Like know. what, can you even give me a hint as to what he was trying to get at? Uh, like what's like like I'm trying to uh, and was he was he asking you like what event in your life made you act this way was he asking for specifics or just like because I'm emotionally unavailable he wanted like something broad yeah, that's what I thought I, I, I still don't like that's why I feel rattled because I'm still trying to like formulate exactly so what, you didn't come up with any down. answers or you did no d no we didn't we basically came up with I don't need to answer his question. Like I, we're, I'm there to find those answers, and I don't so need to put my pressure. Time. Yeah, but to just to sum it up, what it felt like was I used to go to this acting class, and the teacher would want you to like, oh, okay, God. relax, get into this. So let me see your crate, like in front of uh, the class, and it'd be like twelve people, some like fourteen year old girls to like you know like. 45-year-old uh, dudes, whatever, like mixed of That's all. That's how Courtney Stodden and that her husband met. Oh, really? No, you don't know who either of those people no. are, but anyone who's listening that does will oh. enjoy that joke. Go uh, on. So, uh, so, uh, so. You just named like their ages that this couple in Hollywood, they're together. Uh, she married him when she was 16 and he was like Oh, 45. I think I heard about her. Yeah. Is, is that really how they met? I think they did maybe meet in an acting class or their agent or something, but that sounds like the perfect scenario just, for them to meet. Yeah, like, but it's just so, and she, you'd be in front of the class and she'd be like, let me see your wackiest dance. And I would be like, no, like I don't, I'd rather, Ugh, no, yeah. I'm not, I can't, no. It, it, it felt the same way where you're just like, my limbs, even if I wanted to, my yeah. limbs would not let me move like that. I, uh, I totally agree with you. I think acting class is the closest thing to therapy I've been in in my life before it. Because I took it when I was living in L.A. And it was the same deal. Like older men, younger girls, models, like yeah. people you know on TV now, like were in my class. Uh -huh. It was super intimidating. And um, 
And they would like make us like kiss each other. And like, you know, like it was, it's just like these scenes where they're like, well, if you have an audition where you have to kiss someone, then yeah. what are you going to do? And I was like, I don't want to kiss this man. Yeah. And so I'm not, I'm, I'm going to take a stand right now. And I felt bad, but I'm like, I don't know. And, um, or there'd be a scene where you had to cry and they'd be like, you, or, or not even cry. There'd be a scene where I had to say it a certain way and I'm just saying the line you can't say it the right way there's you're just not you can't get yeah. it for whatever reason yeah. and there's all this pressure on you uh -huh. and I would just start crying in the middle of class over a line read and it it really taps into like some emotional block that you have yeah, exactly yeah it's the, it's block, the block aspect yeah that um and if you don't relate to what we're talking about you need to go to therapy because it is a f mind fuck to run into one of these blocks yeah where you're like well I don't know why you don't I do that and yeah. I don't well then, what? I don't know. I just do. Yeah. Like, and it's um, it's so, you feel flawed. You feel like at a dead end. You feel it's so. It's such a bizarre sensation to it not is. and I, I not can't even be articulate able to because it's the only because you're actually in you're like cornered. Yeah. And any other time in life, you can just kind of bullshit your way out of those corners, and all of a sudden you're just pinned there now, and you're like. Ah! I can't like you can't even you know, that muscle where you're like oh it's because blah 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 like anything else I'd be able to talk my way out of it yeah but this you're just like ah uh, I got nothing and then but not only do you have nothing but every second you're being charged like five dollars yeah every second you have nothing yeah I know. that's another thing of it that you're paying yeah. for this bullshit yeah 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 it's really uh and and every and now, sometimes when you go to therapy if you tell like i would tell my parents certain things like i'd be like well i am laying down the law about this now like i'm not gonna let this happen anymore when i'm around you guys and they're like oh where'd you get like you got that from therapy i'm like yeah i did and they're like that woman's paying you're paying that woman she's she's like she's lying to you because she's just telling you what you want to hear. Like they don't, no one trusts yeah. that the, yeah. the advice you're giving because yeah. you're paying that person. Well, cause, and also, I mean, I think there are a lot of, I think there are therapists that are like, they, there are therapists that aren't very yeah. good or that, I, but it is, it's, it's just finding the right person. But this, the person that I'm seeing now seems really yeah. good. Cause I, I, I have, you know, I've felt improvements or whatever, but, um, not today. No. Well, it'll get better before it gets worse. Or it'll get worse before it skips better. Um, okay, I want to check in with our producer, John. We talked to you last week about uh, you met the girl of your dreams. It was not the right time. You just got out of a four-year relationship. You're living on your own. This has been like two months single, and you met a girl that you were like, this would be the one potentially if I was in a position to settle down, which I am not because it would almost be a rebound and you might ruin it. So what happened? Yeah. Um, well, everything was fine. I, I was, I was kind of missing her last week and, uh, I, I texted her and were you uh, drunk? No, I wasn't. Okay. I was dead sober. Um, and I texted her just to be like, Hey, I was just thinking about you. Hope everything's going great. Just to be like, you know, you're not like totally forgotten about or something. Yeah, you know? that's nice. And um, she texted me back to be like, it's so great to hear from you. And then then it, it kind of started, it turned into a conversation that I didn't really anticipate. I don't know why I didn't anticipate that. Um, and then we started talking about, you know, her being, she was kind of like, you know, would it be so bad if we just like got together one night just to, for like a drink or something mm -hmm. and then i was like you know maybe I, I mean i would like to do that i don't know if that's the best thing but i would like to and she was like we could take we could take this so slow and then i was and then 
as it progressed and I ended up being like, okay, let's go get a bite to eat then like yeah. next week. So, oh, so it hasn't happened yet. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. I meant later on in the week. Okay. So it did happen. Yeah. Okay. So we got together this weekend and we had a really good time. We got together twice this weekend and it was, it was like a real step back in like the pace of how things were going. Yeah. But we, we did some really cool stuff and spent some time together and uh, it was really nice actually. Yeah. That's great, man. Yeah. So it's, you've, you kind of done what Phil suggested, which is like, yes. why not just slow it down mm-hmm. and take it real easy? Now was this, uh, did you guys get intimate at um, all? Physical? No, not really. No, there, there's TA? that stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's some of that stuff. Okay. But I mean, I stayed. I stayed at home, and I didn't stay over or anything like that. Oh, that's good. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, because you can't. You said okay. It's if if you say to someone like this is you know it's just going too fast and 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 stuff, and I don't know if I'm ready. And if they come back and go like, well, let's do, let's go really slow. It's so hard to be like, yeah, no, that's not good enough either. Like yeah. she's basically you're saying she's trying to rectify the problem. It's so rare. Most people are like, this is what I, well, I want a full-on relationship. So, you know, she's like, okay, this is what I want, but I'm willing to see you but part is way. She, is she just doing that right now just to get him at all? And, and then is it going to, I mean. I don't know. That's Because that's what I would do. If I really wanted to see someone that was do, pulling what you're pulling and I knew that he liked me and I would say, I'm cool with taking it slow. Because I would convince myself that, yes, I am cool with taking it slow. But then I would have been hurt that you didn't stay over if you had previously. I know, I Even know. Even though I'm sure she understands and, and doesn't, th- if she thinks about it, doesn't take it personally because it isn't personal. But uh, there, it, it would be a little bit of a... Um, an, uh, I know, I was like worried about that actually. Crush I mean, your ego. I'm just, you know, I'm just not, I'm just not ready for that. Yeah, yet, you know? and you, you've only been honest with her, you know, from yeah. the get-go. But you gotta be, you gotta assume that she, you gotta take her for a word and assume if she's cool with this going slow, then yeah. you have, I mean, you have to give her the benefit of the doubt. And I agree yes. that could be the thing, but you can't, if she's willing to take it slow, then the least you can do is trust. If she's saying she's willing to take it slow, the all you have to do is just assume she's not lying. I agree with that. I do too, but you all, she's a girl who really likes a guy and it's just, I predict it's not, it's not going to be okay with her for a lot, like the long term. I don't know how long you have it in your mind that this can just be a slow, let's just make out and canoodle on the know, couch kind of thing. I haven't really planned anything. I'm just kind of taking it as it goes and yeah. trying to get healthier. Um, yeah. You know, recently, I mean, I'm trying to do things to make my to kind of get my head in a better place. Uh, it's a comedian, I don't know, uh, Joe List. Um, he gave me this book on like meditation, so I'm trying meditation now, and that's making me feel a lot better and like kind of making me feel healthier. Right. And stuff. Well, you're taking the right steps. Yeah. So I'm like kind of uh, I'm getting better, and as things get better, if things are getting better with, I mean, it, it's I think it's I think it's gonna work out either way. Yeah, I think so too. I think that you are in the right place about it. I. I particularly liked when you said that when you texted her, because I was thinking, oh, he texted her the way I will text a guy when I'm feeling lonely or a little bit um, needy. I'll be like, I just want to know how are you? And like, I do it for myself. I'll I'll do it under the guise of like, I just want to know how you're doing. But I really just want him to be like, I've been thinking about you too. You know, like you want that back. But you made a point to say, I did it so she would realize she's not forgotten, which is a really empathetic 
uh, thing for you to do. So I do think your heart is in the right place about it. Like you don't seem to have been doing that for yourself. No, I just, I mean, I, I kind of care about her. So yeah. I want to see that she's all right. That's really um, nice. I, I struggle to be, to have empathy. Um, it really is hard for me to like put myself in other people's shoes in a relationship. Cause I don't, I, and this is something my therapist once told me that I, it kind of relates to what you were saying. One day we were talking and she was like, well, you just don't, you don't know how to have empathy. You just weren't raised with it. And you don't, and I'm like, I'm a very, I'm a very empathetic person. And she's like, you're not though. And I was like, it was really hard to hear that because that's like a, a slight against you as like a good person, you know? And, but now I realize like, it is hard for me to put myself in other people's shoes. Do you find that you guys have to like, try to do that? Like think about how would I feel if I were her? Or does it come naturally? I think more and more it comes naturally. Mm-hmm. Or no, I don't know if it comes naturally, but I think I, uh, no, I think I can do that. Like I can, I think I can say like, oh, okay, I understand how this would feel weird that I'm like, whatever, going on the road this weekend. Yeah. And, you know, I can see why you're, you're a little freaked out that I didn't call you after the late show on Saturday night, yeah. but my phone died or whatever. Like I can understand why you're freaked out. I wouldn't just be like, big deal. My phone died. When you relax, you know, I can yes. understand why someone would be. Yeah. I don't know. I had a, I, I said last week that I went to, a, I was going to a concert with my boyfriend and I was like nervous about dancing and stuff. Yeah. Turns out we didn't need to do any of that because we got into like a slight argument before the concert began wasn't even an argument it was like a, a he was sharing his opinion about something and i just happened to disagree and i just thought it was like oh we're just disagreeing on something but he really didn't like it and for the rest of the concert he didn't really talk to me or touch me or like i felt like i was there alone so i was like okay and um and i was so mad because i was like i wanted this to be like a great night it was the last night i was gonna see him for you know six days and it seemed to be ruined. And as soon as we left and he was like, how much do I have you for the ticket? And I was like, no, it's on me. He was like, oh, God, Glaze, I feel really bad for what a dick I was in there. And I was like, because you didn't pay for like because I paid for you to be a dick like w- when you were paying. Did it make like it was it OK for you to be that mean? I didn't say that. but I was like, it's OK. I wasn't feeling it either. And and I but I was really mad about it. And then I was thinking. I don't even ever really consider like maybe what he's going through, you know, like in his daily life, like maybe his job insecurity or which he's has a fine job. I'm not even saying that about him, but like sometimes I don't think about like maybe he has a little bit of PMS or he's in a bad mood, Uh like this kind of mood I get in where I'm like, I don't even explain it, but I'm just like not I'm grumpy now. And I don't ever think about that. I'm just like he he seems he should be in a good mood. He gets yeah, to see me. I would, but if he was, if I'm interacting with my girlfriend, I would say like, oh, I'm so, like I would start it. You by would saying, say it. I'm sorry. I just I'm just yeah. in a funky mood. Like when I talked to her, I talked to her in between coming to here to do the podcast, and and I I'm, first thing I said to her was I was like, oh, yeah, I'm like not at my best. I'm like rattled or whatever. Yeah. Um. But uh, I'd be bummed if I took went out with someone and they didn't. Like, they didn't. Well, well, I don't know what the issue was, but should, couldn't he have just said like before the show starts, "This is I'm a little upset about this, but let's enjoy the show." It sometimes we're bad at communicating when it comes to like we get in a fight and we don't immediately say like, "Hey, what we we just went through a fight. We're both kind of mad at each other right now." Like it's it's hard to get into an argument and then suddenly have perspective on it and know how it's going to affect the rest of the night and be able to talk openly about it. Sometimes you just you know, we'll get in a fight on the phone or something, and then 
I'll hang up. We'll leave, we'll hang up abruptly, and then ten minutes later, I'll text him like, "Hey, I was really sorry about that." Like you yeah. know, like you have perspective later. It's yeah, hard yeah. to like really deconstruct it in the moment, especially when you're spending all night together and it's like a loud concert to like yeah. talk it out. Yeah. And I'm not making excuses for him. I think it was, and and he did, and I will say that he apologized profusely about how he behaved. But I I do think that sometimes I expect him to just like be in a good mood because I'm in a good mood like I don't really think about people being in their own moods like I really kind of yeah. look at the world from my point of view yeah I think that that's fairly normal though I think it's really um a I think thing I have to work on I think the oddest part is that he calls you glaze Does he, <laughs> did you guys meet in like some type of floor hockey type situation why does he call you by your last name I like it. I've never had a nickname before, uh, and my sister has always been called Glaze by her friends, and like she's younger than me, and that yeah. was like her high school nickname, and I was always really jealous. Uh-huh. And now my boyfriend is like Glaze. Like I just like it. Oh, well, it's quite cute, but it, you just don't you don't really see. Yeah, that he at, calls me Glaze. Oh, okay, you know for sexual reasons. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, uh, no, that is cute. That's cute. I I just um. But we call each other like. Do you? What about pet names? Do you guys? Are you into that stuff? Uh, what do you call you? What do you and your girlfriend call each other, babe? Uh, actually, for some reason, my my girlfriend has from time to time called me Hanley, and I'm all, and there we I, go. I always thought it was a little. St- I never said anything to her. I just answered her question. But I, yeah. in the back of my head, I was like, it did feel a little organized sports to me. Or like, yeah, <laughs> floor hockey. It felt a little, you know, because you. Felt, that was so Canadian <laughs> of you. <laughs> <laughs> organized sports yeah it does john did you and your four-year relationship call each other yeah well her name was cat so i call her kitty cat oh that's cute yeah and she would just double my name john john oh that's good uh, yeah you know nice and simple I'm sorry that you're gonna die in a plane crash someday. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah john john that's good i we I do the thing. I think we almost do it ironically where he'll be like, daddy's hungry. And I'm like, mommy <laughs> want food. <laughs> Just like really queer. But it's almost become to the point where we say it like and we don't even know we're being stupid. So um, but I remember being in relationships where it was just like, babe, babe like all you say is babe yeah. and it's just everyone around you just wants <laughs> yeah, to it vomit is. they're it so is. disgusted with yeah you. it is fairly disgusting it is daddy's hungry is kind of gross too though daddy's but he say he says it in like an ironic way like i i swear he's being funny about it but it is uh it's pretty gross okay so um john i'm happy for you i'm excited to hear where this goes Thanks. um and i like that you're very open to tell us about it um are you in therapy no, I wish. I really should go. It's, you it's should expensive. Go. I don't have the money for it right now. You know, you say that, but there are people that work on like a sliding scale for you. Yeah. That okay. you could probably go to this dude that everyone goes to in the comedy community that has that cuts everyone deals. Yeah, I hear I hear good things about him. Yeah, he's uh, so you you could uh, probably do that. There's always and there's like a place I hear about from my trainer that's like people training to be therapists and you can go there and talk to someone for like 25 bucks. And it's, you know, it's just someone that obviously is going to become a therapist. So they might, you might get like a, one of that's super good early on. Yeah. That's a good idea. There's always an excuse not to go is what I'm saying. Cause I've used them before. No, I, I do. Cause I, I have an anxiety issue too. I need to talk to somebody. So yeah. Are yeah. you on meds? No, I don't take any medication. Oh, shit. I'm trying to deal you with just, it. But drinking's a medication for anxiety. I, I think. guess so. Yeah. But just it doesn't help not? really. No, um, it would make it I do it once it in a while. I smoke pot. I, I'm not a pothead. Maybe yeah. once a week. 
Oh, okay. You know, but I'm really trying Joe List's med- meditation thing. I, yeah, how's I, that going? I tried it this weekend twice, and it was really awesome. It's really difficult. It's not easy. Your brain is so chaotic. Oh God, yeah. You're just constantly swatting off ideas that are coming at you. To think about nothing. Yeah, but then when you do kind of hit those Zen moments where like you really are totally peaceful, it, it's incredible. And when you're yeah. done, you feel really, really good. Yeah, you feel. So, but while you're doing it, it's like really rough. It's difficult. And I talked to Joe about it. He's like, it takes a long time. Like you have to practice all the time. And then what type of meditation do you, is it a mantra? It's, I mean, I just got this book by this author. I it just concentrating on your breathing. It's called oh, okay. happiness. And the guy's name is, uh, damn, I have it written down somewhere. Tick non something. Oh yeah. Tignataro? Yeah, that's it. Joe's told no, me. No, wait, Tignataro? No, <laughs> it's not Tignataro. <laughs> but Joe swears by this guy. Okay. He always has one of his books on him. I love that Joe List has a joke about a lot of comedians have jokes about not doing things that they do do. And Joe has a joke about how he doesn't meditate because <laughs> he he naps and he calls that meditation, which I think is funny because every time I've tried to meditate, I'm like, you got to sit up. Like, I just want to lay down and do it. Oh, no, I lay down. You do? Yeah. I sit. I've meditated for years and years. You do? Yeah, yeah. For Wait, like years. Wait, tell me what yeah. you do. Uh, now I do uh, TM. Uh-huh. Transcendental, right? Yeah. Uh, or trademarked. Uh, tra- I do the tech. I do trademark <laughs> meditation. Phil Hanley. Um, no, uh, but before, but I did do uh, something called Vipassana once, uh-huh. and I went to. You go to TM's really easy because you have a mantra, so you just sit and you repeat the mantra, and you do it twenty minutes in the morning, do twenty you, minutes at does night. Does everyone have their own? You come up with your own? Uh, no, Kinda you like you go to like podcast? a TM center. <laughs> yeah, you go. <laughs> like you you go to name like whatever you want. No, you. I they they you get you you're given one. Uh, wait, is it like, does everyone have different ones? Uh, you're not supposed to discuss your mantra, but <gasps> yeah. So, but yeah, I, Who it gives seems... you one? Like your sponsor? Is it like almost an AA thing? No, you go, it's like, uh, it's like, you know, you, you're taught, you taught over like, I did it. When did you do it? Uh, how many years ago? A long time ago. Did you, you did, you did it in Vancouver? years ago or something like that? Yeah, yeah in Vancouver, yeah. So you Maybe can just pay 14, like six hundred bucks and go to like a, a yeah. weekend seminar. Yeah, it was like during the week. And, okay. Uh, yeah, and um, how often do you meditate? Uh, twenty minutes in the morning, twenty minutes at night. <gasps> yeah. that's so much. What if but, you like have your girlfriend in town? Uh, yeah, you will. Yeah, you just go down uh, out of my loft bed and, and, and meditate. Yeah, but um. But there was once I took this thing called Vipassana, which is a different type of meditation. Uh-huh. And uh, I had to go and not, I had to take a vow of silence for 10 days. And you go and you meditate from five in the morning till nine o'clock at night. And you get like, you get like breaks. Like you'd take, you'd get like an hour for lunch. Like and a smoke break? Yeah, for but, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but it was really intense. Like so, Jesus. so grueling. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What did you glean from that? What did you gain from it? Why? Uh, or how are you a different person because uh, of your meditation? Uh, when I first started doing uh, TM, I became a, a lot, you become a lot more conscious of other people and stuff like that. Like I, I noticed a big difference when I first started and now I've been doing it for so long that it, I, it's just, I don't know. But it's really, um, uh, you, you feel really kind of refreshed after you meditate. Like I'll meditate. It almost you feel really um, with TM in particular. You feel really like energized. Like you stuff. just took a power nap. A little bit. Yeah. Do you ever fall asleep during it? Uh, yeah. Sometimes. 
you fall asleep. Yeah. But you have to do it sitting up. But sometimes you do okay. like a little bit. You'll kind of come out. Okay. A little bit. Wow. Yeah. But Vipassana, you had to meditate for an hour twice a day. And is it the same kind of meditation where you're just trying not to think of anything? Uh, I mean, that's the general. No. Well, okay. it, I, uh, I find if you have a mantra, it's a lot easier. So you just keep repeating the same thing. Yeah, you keep repeating the same And then sometimes you lose your mantra and you go off into your thoughts. The whole thing about meditation is to not, if, you, if you're, you're fighting a thought, again, I'm not like an expert, but what, I, what I've gotten out of it is it's, don't, you don't start losing your shit like, oh my God, I can't believe I can't focus. No, just accept that a thought is coming into your head and then go back to your mantra or go back to your breathing. But it's so key to not feel anxiety or not be like, oh, I'm so terrible at this. I'm like, no, you, you will improve over time. You'll be, it just becomes more natural. But the big thing is to not get Can anxious. Can I guess your mantra? Give it a shot. <laughs> okay. No, they're like, there's from like, yeah, they're like ancient words. I will not take a night off stand up. <laughs> I will not like is it something that like when you do your mantra are you supposed to be like thinking about what that means to you no it's it means nothing it's it's a word oh, it's a word it's a word that's not even an actual word it might be some like ancient is it Sanskrit yeah that was the word I was looking for oh. I, I believe that's where it's from I believe with TM it's just like an answer but it translates to something in Sanskrit uh no it, it's uh I it, it might I think it, it must I think it must but it's like a Lower back tattoo? Uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's really cool. I didn't know that about you. I think that's like a, I, I've been recommended to go do that. So do you think I should? Do you think I should go do like a, a course like this where you pay like, I've looked into it. You pay like a couple hundred bucks uh, and yeah. then you go learn how to do it and then yeah. you're set for life. Uh, yeah. And then with TM, you can go back and you can like get like a more of advanced um, take and like how do a, I get my mom in that ten day of silence? Program. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's the weird. Yeah, that 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 was really intense. But the weird thing that they do halfway through, they were like, "Can you think?" And almost like what we're saying about therapy. I remember like the teacher would have these like talks at the end of the day, and he'd say at one one of the conversations he said was, uh, "He was like, I'm during the day today. I'm sure it crossed your mind." of all the people that you would recommend this course to. And it's so true. You could feel in the room, everyone's like, holy shit. Yeah. Cause every, wow. you just think like all these people would really benefit from it. Yeah. Just like they're okay. I'm going to, um, I might try it out. Yeah. But you know, I've been recently, I've been trying to do these morning pages, you know, from the artist's way. Uh, yeah. I've have never, you heard of that? I have, I think I may even own a copy, but yeah. What do yeah. you, you write out? You, you pretty much just every morning. It just like, uh, you just expunge all the bullshit from your head by writing three pages every morning in whatever notebook you have. And it just, it could be like, I don't know what I'm writing right now. I'm just writing with a pen. This pen is stupid. Like you just, it doesn't have to be like, there's no goal to the writing. You yeah. just write to write. Uh -huh. And then at the end of it, you're supposed to feel like this release and you do. And I did it for like a week and I'm like, this is my new thing. But then sometimes you wake up and you're like, I don't, my hand is yeah. hurts. So yeah. I don't know that I would stick with meditating. Uh, you you, you do feel really good yeah. and um, you feel like more focused and stuff like that. I think you'd, you could stick with 40 minutes. Isn't that long? It's 20 minutes. You just get up like 20 minutes earlier or whatever. I mean, I don't particularly, I'm my day. Are there any days that you miss? Uh, yeah, I've missed, I've missed days like over the years and I've, I've gone through stages where uh, I wasn't as disciplined, but you generally, Oh yeah, you miss, you, you will miss a day or, like uh girlfriend 
um, being there is like something could happen. You could be going out for dinner or whatever and, and not. Yeah, not get it in. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, let's uh, let's call Dan uh, if we could get him on the line. We talked to this guy two weeks ago um, about a girl he dated and she is dating someone else, but he's still into her. My advice was to move on and act like she didn't matter to him anymore. Still be friendly, but just not. Um, is he on the line right now? Dan? Yeah. Hi. Oh, hey, man. Hey, Dan. Hey, how's it going, guys? How's it going? Oh, pretty good. Yeah? Uh, really well, actually. <laughs> really? Okay. So the last we talked to you was a couple weeks ago, and we gave you the advice, or I gave you the advice to kind of uh, play it cool with this girl and act like you have better things going on. And, um, right. and, and so what's, can, keep us up to date. What's going on now? Um, well, I mostly followed your advice. Um, I, uh, I did continue to, you know, read my horoscopes and stuff. Uh, uh-huh. I figured why not, you know, go with that. Um, but yeah, I, I more or less followed your advice. Um, you know, I didn't, I already had an okay Cupid account, but, uh, in my area of the world, those things are crap. They don't, yeah. they don't really help you out with anything. Um, I wasn't really hip to, to doing the going on date thing, but fortunately for me, my life got really busy um, with work, and so I had a lot of distractions in the meantime anyway. Good. So I just used whatever like little time I got to kind of keep contact and you know talk to her and whatnot. And the thing was, um, without going up into you know too much bloody detail, uh, she she had some kind of uh, issues, custody issues that she was dealing with in the meantime. So yeah. like backing off definitely was something I was, you know, going to do anyway, because she was dealing with a lot of personal stuff. Um, now, I mean, we continued to talk. Um, once again, we hadn't seen each other in years. So like our level of interaction was pretty much limited to this online chat on Facebook. Okay. And yeah, so, but over time, you know, um, I mean, I would say probably it was this past weekend. Um, we started talking a lot more. Um, she got a, a little bit past the, the custody issues and um, some of her time, I guess, freed up. and uh, Or she at least made herself a little more available. And I started, I, I don't know what the details of which are. I, I, I haven't really pried. Once again, I'm trying to play it a little bit cool for now keep conversations friendly, but I'm pretty sure she's not with her boyfriend anymore. Oh, um, has she mentioned that or just the fact that she, she's talking to you a lot? No, she, she, she said several contextual things that, that led me to believe that, mm-hmm. um, about feeling restricted from someone who claims to care for her. And, um, she, a lot of other little things kind of like leading up to that. Um, uh, you know, about like having issues. She did say that, that there were some issues going on in that area. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of already knew that, you know, things could go one way yeah, or another. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. And she doesn't, she doesn't like put on Facebook when she's with someone. She's not that kind of person, you know, like mm-hmm. it's just her personal life is very much in the background um, as far as like, you know, public information goes. So like, she's just always been like that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so it's not like I had, like, a clear indicator. But, mm-hmm. yeah, she drops a little hints and everything there. And 
for the most part, like our conversations are multifaceted, so we never really stay on one subject anyway. We're both like really rapid talkers. Yeah. Um, so are you talking or are you chatting? On. Talking. Talking. Well, yeah, I mean, we're having actual conversations. Uh, you know, uh, as a matter of fact, we talked like in pretty much consistently for about three hours the other night, uh, night before last. Okay. Um, so this on is on Facebook. This is going well. I the only yeah. thing I'm worried about for you is that she is definitely breaking up with this guy, but you're just kind of in between right now while she works it out. And yeah. you're someone that she can talk to and it makes her feel like, oh, other guys are into me and I don't need this guy. And then you're kind of just a buffer for some guy she's going to find after you. So you still got to play a little bit more aloof than you are. In right. my opinion, like you can't, three hours is a long time. You, t- girls like guys who are like, got shit going on and like don't have three hours every night to just like devote to you. Well, it's it's funny you say that. Um, when she hit me up, uh, it was really late at night. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't expect to hear from her, and she actually messaged me. Um, you know, I, I definitely yeah. took into account the fact that you said not to initiate conversation. Yeah, all that's the time. good. Yeah, so um, she. It was weird. Like I, I was just on Instagram, and like you know, I was liking all my friends' photos. She had some on there. It was like as soon as I liked her photos, she hit me up. Yeah, and. Uh, so she initiated the conversation. We talked about, you know, all kinds of stuff. Um, there was never really a break in the conversation. Right. I mean, we were both pretty actively talking. And by the end of it, mm-hmm. she not only told me where she was living now, but we also exchanged phone numbers. So, that's good. That's real good. Here, yeah, so, that's so are you texting the last now? Thing that happened. I'm sorry? Are you texting? Uh, no, I haven't started that yet, because that was, that was the day before yesterday, and I just okay. got back from San Antonio yesterday. Okay. So. <laughs> It's been pretty busy in the meantime. Okay, well, my advice to you is the next time you guys talk, you end the conversation at some point before you really want to. Just say, I gotta gotta run, I'm sorry, I gotta go to the gym, just anything. The the more dumb it is, the better. Like, like where she'd almost be like, he's gonna go to the fucking gym instead of talking to me? But it's like, you had plans to go to the gym. Like, it's a legitimate, like... That you have to go. I am having dinner with a friend. Anything that seems like instead of just staying on the line with her for hours and hours, it's we like it at the time. It's definitely like makes us feel good, but it's right. never a bad thing to end it quickly. It only leaves you like, oh, my God, like I better like wow. I better fucking get this guy before someone else does, because he is just about town meeting people, <laughs> going to dinner, going to the gym. Like it just makes you sound like a more fun uh person that she wants to be with if if you're if if you just so that's my next that's your next mission is to end the conversation before you want to that's interesting i've never right thought that with some kind but tell her where you're going some kind of plan that is almost not like a doctor's appointment i mean something that like right. you could get out of but you're not going to because you told your friend you'd meet him for dinner you know yeah that, that's funny you said that actually because saturday i had this kind of it, it, it was an evaluation, like uh, for a doctor's appointment, yeah. and I actually did have to cut her off in the conversation Good. because I had an appointment. Yes. Um, and then, I, I like I said, I have my life's been like really busy, especially in the last couple of weeks since we talked. Great. Um, and um, so she's she's well aware actually of how busy I've been, which is probably why she messaged me so late because. I haven't been available to talk to people. Yeah, but you got to be um, sleeping when it's late at night. If you even if t- you cut it off because I got to go to bed, I'll yeah. tell you that 
that feels bad when you're a girl at the time because you're like, why would you want to stay up and talk to me all night? But it makes you be like, oh, I'm not the center of his fucking universe. He's not someone I can just like uh, push around. And and it's yeah. it's attractive. I swear, it's it's not easy to do, but do it, man. Even if it's okay. like like don't stay up all night talking. Don't like say I got. Hey, I gotta go to bed. Even tell her when you get on the phone, like I gotta be off the phone by blah blah blah, and stick to it. Right. It's right. a it's a good okay. move. But I'm okay, I'm happy so. to hear it's going well, and um, you know, just uh, but yeah, don't give her too much of your time, because right, right, just remain kind of generally unavailable. Yeah. I mean, aloof. What's the breaking point though? Like, I mean, I guess just when kind of she feel it out when and... she. Gives you a sure sign of like I want this, like when she makes it absolutely clear, and then consider it, think about it. Don't just jump in right away. Just play it cool. Just think like, what would a cooler version of me do? Because I I think you're a cool (laughs) guy, but like I always think of that when I'm like, I always like think of my cool friend. Like, what would she do? The one who like pretends to, who doesn't seem to ever give a shit, and the Uh world just hands her everything. Yeah. What would that person do? And, um, because I, you know, you really like her and, and so you're biased in, in your judgment. So try to play it like someone who, cause we're so drawn to people that we just can't have. So try to be unavailable, but it it is nice that you're there for her right now at this time in her life. And, and that'll come back to be like, you know, a reason why all her girlfriends are like, you need to be with him. Remember when he talked, like all that will come back and, and serve you, I think. (laughs) But, um, but you're still in the, like, you got to play the game kind of thing. Definitely, definitely. All right. Well, yeah, Dan, I'm, we got to let you go because I've got better things to do. But um, <laughs> sure, no, uh, sure. we do have to close up the show. But I seriously. We'll, t- um, we'll be in touch, though. We definitely will. Thank you so much for uh, hanging out with us again today and, and waiting on the line. Definitely. Thank you guys for your continued help, too. This is oh, really no, awesome. No yeah, problem. Yeah, we love it. We'll talk to you soon, Dan. Yeah. Bye, Dan. Thanks, cool. man. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. That's so all your. That is so. I've never approached a female. Uh, and I've had girlfriends. Yeah. I've never, with any type of like, I got like any plan, any strategy. Yeah. I think you, I not that you need one, but if you really, if you're going for someone who has had a boyfriend and wasn't really into you for a yeah. little bit, yeah, you yeah. got to play a yeah, game. You got to get her like thinking you're a fucking hot shot. Yeah. And I've been played this way so many times and I know what I'm attracted to and I know I'm not that different than most girls, I don't think. Uh-huh. So I, I'm just trying to maybe use that a little bit too. Because yeah. when a guy says he has to go for some bullshit, I'm like, you. But you can't argue with him. Yeah. But it does make it seem like, oh, I'm not the center of the universe for him. Uh huh. And it, it kind of switches the power. Like, and you, uh, it may not be honest or whatever, but it fucking works. And then you get in a relationship, and then you can be honest. Yeah. Oh, no, I, it makes sense. I just have never, I, I just never. It's interesting for me to hear you break it down. <laughs> well, um, we do have to go. Um, I had dental work before this, and uh, it's really hurting badly. Oh, I'm sorry. My whole face is numb, but now it's not anymore. And oh. It's starting to come through. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, let's, um, I can't wait till next week. We might have a guest next week, but if in the meantime, guys, if you want to call us, we need your calls. We had a deficit this week, and I don't know why, but we're going to ask for them on Twitter and uh, other social network platforms. But the number is...
347-467. Oh, oh, sorry. I lost it. Oh, shit. I lost it, too. Oh, oh wait. I got it. I 1240. It. Call yeah. us at our podcast with your dating woe, your dating or relationship um, problem at 347 467 1240. That's 347-467-1240. And uh, leave us your number and let us, well, you don't need to leave us your number. We'll have that. But let us know if um, we can call you back and we'd love to, uh, we'd love to hear from you. So, all right. Until next week. Bye. Bye.